Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Holy moly! Man, woman, and child in that foot in the aisles. Johnny the Jet Rogers just tore them loose from their shoes. Oh, they don't have him yet? Look at Tommy Frazier. How many tackles can one man break? Touchdown. What's going on, Husker fans? Welcome back to Believe in Nebraska Football on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Sam Casacho, hosting with Husker legends, Eric Crouch and Johnny the Jet Rogers. How you guys <laughs> yeah, doing, buddy? It's all like butter popcorn, Sam. What's going on, guys? We're, we're doing all right. I mean, it was a, a tough, tough, tough Saturday for the Huskers. And it, again, once again, this week, it looked like it was going right. Um, but to me, it kind of looked like we stuck with a quarterback that was doing doing things all wrong. Um, I mean, not all wrong. He, he took a read option, you know, play into the end zone, got us kind of out to that 10-point lead. But I remember looking around, you know, the people I was watching the game with and said, like, even when we were up, I was like, Chuba hasn't really made a throw. I was like, we're running the ball. The, the offensive line looked inspired in the first half of that game. But um, yeah, I'm kind of curious what you what you saw out there, Eric, because it looked like Logan kind of was doing things more right, you know. But it was a little too late when they by the time they got him in the game. I mean, you know, looking at the quarterbacks, I just, uh, I mean, obviously they're guys that just don't have the experience. I mean, it's, I mean, and I I know that uh, it's your chance to go out there and make plays, and you had a week of practice to do that, and you know they're going to play two guys and. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, you got to deal with what the guys are good at. You know, if you're in a passing situation, you, you bring in the guy that throws the ball better. If you, if you need to run it, uh, you bring in the guy that can run it. And, uh, instead of asking those guys to do different things and, you know, play when it's hot and play when it's not like, look, you might, your offense might be a little bit more one dimensional when those guys are in the game, but you know, in my opinion, you get, you got to use what they're strong at. So that's, that's what I think. I mean player you know call your plays around what guys are their strengths and uh let them roll what if you don't have any oh these guys got strengths i mean <laughs> no, they got what? strengths i mean i think i think chubba run the ran the ball pretty well but it, it was kind of the question of the conversation that it kind of surrounded these two quarterbacks had been that you know we really trust in in chubba's arm downfield and you know we feel better about logan's legs he's a better runner and then they came out with a game plan to begin the game where the offensive line is looking like started blocking. Like if we don't, you know, if we don't get Anthony Grant going. There's no chance in this game. And like, that's, the, that's the way it looked to me. And they didn't, they didn't really try to pass the ball. And I'm like, if you're going to run, you know, read option plays and just pound, you know, try to run the ball. How was Logan? Not the first guy on the field. And it just kind of felt like they ended up when, by the time they put Logan in, after six three and outs, I mean Chuba didn't. I mean Chuba had ended up being, I think, you know, six of sixteen for forty yards. Mm. Like it, it just, and and Logan ended saying. up in the, in a limited amount of time. Logan ended up throwing for eighty yards and was like fifty percent at least. You know, fifty percent is not that great, but like he they kind of put him in a bad situation. Like if he's we don't really trust his arm. Why was he coming in the game? I mean, we know why he's coming in the game because the offense had completely stalled with Chubba playing. 
but it was just, I felt like they kind of hung him out to dry. And honestly, he still answered the bell, even though, I mean, let's call it what it is. He probably should have ran for that first down on third and five on the last drive, but on fourth and five, I mean, Trey dropped it. <laughs> he, he hit him. Like, so he, well, he I mean, played got really a, well. I guess one thing I'd say is just, you know, looking at this and when you're in Nebraska's situation right now where, uh, you know, you're not completely trusting the line or maybe you're running back or maybe your quarterback, you, you know, I, I would say Logan Smothers may give you the best chance. Just uh, a guy that can run it. You know, he can make some plays, uh, get away from a little bit of trouble. Um, and also threw it pretty well. I mean, he's, if, if you look at what he did last week, he 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 can, you know, he completed percentage wise more than more than Purdy did. And he threw for more yards. And so um, I don't know if you look at that, you go, OK, well, shoot, let's well, let's go. And, um, you know, that that's one thing I'm just saying things that I would do, you know, to try to in, improve right. this uh, chances of of competing better against, uh, you know, Michigan coming up. So, um, you know, uh, a guy with some you look at a lot of quarterbacks in college right now and these guys got legs. They can they can get outside and make plays and, and, and they're smart. So that gives you another dynamic. What do you think, Johnny? Well, I think when you um, when your line really can't can't uh, can compete, you know, as far as strength is concerned, you probably got to go to the run and uh, be a little bit more versatile. I just uh, like to see some of our linemen that, if I could just point out that we have one guy that might make all American or all conference or all something, that that we had some type of a leadership on that line, um, I to build a good football team, but the the way I feel about it, you always have a strong foundation up front. You have to have a line. Otherwise, your your quarterbacks, are whether they're passing or runners, they both going to be scrambling almost all the time. And, and people are going to look at, as if they don't know what they're doing. But, you know, when those guys are 250, 300 pounds that are coming down on you two or three at a time, it's, it's kind of tough to make good decisions. Right. I guess what's kind of frustrating to me, and this is like part of, part of the deal with like, you know, having a podcast is like, I know what I said last week and I felt frustrated last week that we kept going with Chubba and, and I don't want to pile on Chubba. Like all these guys are Cornhuskers, right? We're fans. We're, we're fans of all these kids and, the, and their kids. Like I, I, I support all these guys. I've been excited about Chubba. I guess more than I'm mad about what happened with Chubba or that Chubba was given a chance. I felt like Logan ultimately kind of got slided here it cost us two games. I felt like at the end of the day, like Logan and, and Mickey kind of acknowledged this in his press conference. Like you probably should have gone to him earlier, but that might've been true again, the Illinois game. I mean, we had 15 yards of offense when Chubba went in the Illinois game. Why didn't Logan come in at any point? Why we, you know, according to him in practice, it's seeming like, Chubba's a little more on it in practice and is has frozen in, in game situations and that Logan's a little more inconsistent and that he's that he's ball and that he's kind of a guy, uh, you know, an under the lights guy, like he plays better than he does in practice. And that's, that's what they're saying to just, just from, so I don't get to watch practice. I just get to see the games. So when I watch the games and every time Logan comes in, he runs the offense, he's efficient. He picks up first downs. He plays well. And then, you know, and it's two weeks of our offense basically being non-existent. I, I guess the, the thing that was most puzzling to me about this game, and I said it before, was that it's like, if you're putting Chubb out there because you want to push the ball down the field, that's great. But you didn't call those plays on the first, like, two or three drives, you didn't call those plays. So, like, what, 
you know, it seemed like you kind of knew. I, I just wonder if there had been any, you know, any favoritism there. I know we, we won't know that, but I know Whipple. I know the decision was left to Whipple. <laughs> got to favor somebody. Somebody's got to yeah. get the start. <laughs> somebody gets the start, but I mean, favor yeah. just without without having to do with football. You know what I mean? Like, I know Whipple p- recruited uh, Chubba Purdy at Pitts- Pittsburgh. And then when he came here, he brought him over. I wonder if he just we mm-hmm. kind of just handing him the number two spot, and that maybe that was promised to him. When in you know, I think I don't, play you on the can't field. make promises right now. There's nothing to be promised. That's right, <laughs> yeah, Nebraska. I mean, so I, I mean, I hope they're going with Logan. I mean, even but even still, Mickey's still talking about it. Like we're gonna give him even reps in practice. I'm like, well, why? Just well, maybe they're seeing something we're not. We're not at practice, but I mean, sometimes if you don't practice well and it doesn't you know do well for a coach's confidence to throw you in the game, so. Right. I mean, you got to practice well, make good decisions. You're throwing picks and calling the wrong plays and forgetting, you know, which way to open up and, you know, not (laughs) picking up the blitzes. I mean, that's a problem, too, because to me, you're saying, well, if you're going to practice like this, then what are we going to get when we, you know, get when the lights come on, like you referred uh, on the game day? So, um, you know, you got to You got to be all around. Yeah. If you don't practice well, you're really not going to be able to to make your point of why you should be starting in the game. Yeah. No doubt. You just not this is not gonna happen. Yeah. So I mean and and like to to be fair, Mickey Joseph, you know, Mark Whipple, these guys aren't here last year. They didn't, you know, they, they can see on film what Logan Smothers did in that Iowa game, but they don't they like you guys are saying. So I guess we you know that that's what we have to believe is that, that that's what's going on. Um it's I feel like it's hard to believe because I'm just like, if this kid's practicing as bad as you're saying, how is he I mean he comes out and he's playing pretty good. <laughs> like he was in a bad situation. like for his skill set, that was oh. a terrible situation that he had to just drop back every play and try to throw the ball and do as well as he did. Like he didn't really lose us the game. Like the he had the oppor- you know, we had the opportunity. He had the opportunity to go down and tie that game and was kind of doing a good job of that. So I guess we'll we'll see what goes into Michigan. I would expect to see Logan Smothers. Maybe not. I would too. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason why not. I mean, it's uh, you got to try something different now. I mean, it, it's about it's about competing to the best that they can compete. And you know, uh, I think Logan with his, with his legs and the way that he played last week, I think he earned that. Yeah, I think I think at this point, it's fair to say that that he should be the. The backup to Casey. We just got the update just now that Casey Thompson's already been ruled out for this game. So we will probably be looking at Logan. Hopefully, I hope we're looking at Logan. I will say that I'll be un, I will be <laughs> beyond frustrated if that's not what I see. Like I don't know what they're doing in practice, but like if we if we start with Chuba and it goes well, I mean, hey, if if anything goes well, I won't be frustrated. <laughs> but like <laughs> if, it, if we go out and stall on a third game of playing Chuba Purdy. And just doesn't get the offense going. I'm I'm just gonna I you know at some point this is you know Whipple may be making the call, but Mickey knows that Whipple's making the call, and he stood by the call. You know in the you know in the post game, like he said, I Whipple and I are on the same page as to who's starting at quarterback. So you know that's that that's what I hope I hope to see. I don't think we have you know I think that Michigan game is is going to be. How, how do you guys view our our, our play calling? You know, I I see too many plays that seem wasted plays to me that we're not, it can't possibly go anywhere. We don't need to go right up the middle uh, all the time. I mean, when we need on short yardage, let's go up to tackle sometimes. 
Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. I agree with that. Yeah, because our, guy, our guys aren't big enough, tough enough, strong enough to blow nobody out. Let's, let's face it. We're going to have to run it around some people, not running through nobody. It doesn't I mean, see, we, we can't push nobody off the line. The so run I don't game, know why we The run game got off to a good start in this game. We're starting, I mean, yeah, was, but it starting, was all run. Yeah, yeah, but what ain't nothing happened until fourth quarter. If you can't get three yards, three yards, and four yards, then your run is not good running. I mean, yeah, they by the fourth quarter, we'd become I mean, it literally That's fatigued until fatigued. Chubba went <laughs> until Chubba came out, they were just one dimensional. And by that time that Chubba did come out, the game, you know, we're in the fourth quarter and we're down by two scores. It was, you know, we had become one, you know, we weren't running the ball at all. Like it, like we put Logan in to be, you know run via drop back passer and that's where we're at and like that's a mistake i mean mickey acknowledged that 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 was a mistake like that obviously yeah, that's Logan, not the, a runner, the game. Not that was the, the plan yeah right? that's not the plan to put logan in i'd like to see a, you know i'd like to see you know the run game with the zone read with the play action with the sliding the line there's no reason why this line you know you can't put a quarterback back there and 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 have your this offensive line, um, you know, protect him for the time that he needs. It's just right, you know. Plus these young quarterbacks, it's just not going to happen because they're going to be they're going to be showing all kinds of crazy blitzes. You know, if I'm if I'm a D coordinator and I got you got young quarterbacks, I'm showing all kinds of different things and blitzes, and because you're just not used to reading that and seeing that and picking that up. So you got to find plays that uh, that work in the blitz. You got to understand. You know, you're going to get that. And uh, and you got to you got to rep them in practice and get your QB you know ready to go. And I do like the read. The zone read is a, is a, is is a really good play. Um, you know that that's uh, that's something that great. you know you got to kind of master these days. I mean that's just college football. You you got to do it. And if you got a guy like Logan that he adds another dimension, it makes it harder for that defensive end and that linebacker to you know to just tee off on your running back. So it should open up. I mean having Logan in the game should open up a little bit more. For Grant in the run game, Chuba ran run plays. I mean, he picked up multiple first downs with his legs. I actually thought he looked fast. What was crazy to me, I agree. He's supposed yeah. to be the passing quarterback. We ran the ball effectively, and then mm -hmm. he just couldn't see the field at all after play action. And I want to also say that that there were some passes where I felt like uh, Trey Palmer and Vokalek, like they could have caught those balls and like got something going. And they didn't catch them. Maybe yeah. they weren't perfect, but like you got to, you go, you guys are the stars on this team. You got to help the young guy out. Just if he gets the ball, if it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. For what well, you got the, the, you got Chubba Purdy as the backup quarterback, a sophomore in the game. You guys are the stars on the team. If it hits you in the hands, you, you got to catch it. And like, yeah, Trey, I mean, we got Logan dropping back. He put it right on his hands to end the game. You got to catch those balls. I think this was a down game for, for Trey Palmer. I think the last two games have been. Down game. Well, the is you have if you touch it, you got to catch it. Yeah, like if it no hits you in the hands. Passes. If you touch it, you catch it. I get it. You're not going to get a whole not... lot of perfect passes, you know, yeah, right no now. Perfect <laughs> passes. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That. You touch it, you catch it, and that's that. Help this guy get into rhythm a little bit. He hits you in the hands. I mean, catch the ball. <laughs> that's the like... wrong place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, bad place I, in the hands. From an overall perspective, though, I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty jacked up. Like, I mean, we came out against Minnesota, and I'm like, dang. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't even talk. I mean, we look great. We got a, we initially. looked so good in that first half, and I was just, I was like, man, man, we gotta, and we haven't really been a team that has played well in the second half, and we really haven't been a team that's kind of adjusted. It's almost like the opposite happens, 
you know, we get these leads and these jumps and we get out in the second half and you just start to feel the game just always almost that middle of that third quarter just start to slip. And I they just start felt the same tired. thing. I felt, I felt the same thing again. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Yeah, I just we start you know, off I, fast. The horse that runs fast can't run too goddamn darn long. And they, yeah. they can't run too long. You can see it clearly. People, I can hear them talking uh, around me at people that are at, at the stadium that uh, looks like we're getting tired. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that they, I mean, the weird thing is that the, the, these Mickey Joseph teams, that was not the case with Indiana and with Rutgers it was the opposite. They kind of got off the slow starts or they, and they had slipping in the, in the Indiana game, they slipped in the second quarter, gave up, you know, a 14 point lead in five minutes. And then they came out in the second half and shut them down. I mean, that Mickey, Mickey said this after the game too. And this is where my frustration kind of is, is like a defensive unit that's gone through what they've had to go through playing a Minnesota team that's good. Mo Ibrahim is great. Um, you know, Minnesota is, is, a, is a good offensive team just in general. They're a good football team. They played really well. They played well enough to win that game. Um, you know, we weren't going to shut them out. I They did in the first half. It was, <laughs> we went out, you know, you go, if you go three and out six times in a row and you honestly even just hold, they held that, yeah. you know, Minnesota team to 20 and they threw an interception, you know, in our territory, Chubba threw an interception in our territory. That gave him the go-ahead touchdown. You know, the defense played well enough to win that game. Um, you know, honestly, the defense played pretty well against Illinois, too. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, when you, you don't get, you get 15 yards of offense, there's, you know, what are they supposed to do? The time of the possession becomes completely lopsided. The defense is tired, like you're saying. Um, and, and yeah, we had, you know, the defense gave us a chance. They got that stop. They, you know, got the ball back. Logan had a chance. It just, yeah, I think, I think that they're not putting everything together. It's, it's, you know, that these were two games. The thing that's is sad is exactly like what Eric said. And exactly is that I was jacked up to start this game. I was jacked up to start the Illinois game. They came out and started to play the way you wanted to. And then just some bizarre things. Like, I don't know what went on with that. Like, I don't know how did, how did you put, <laughs> I, how did Chubba Purdy stop being yeah. able, he at no point was able to read the passing game. See, and that, that's what Mickey said. He goes, he just wasn't seeing it downfield. And we did that for six possessions. And well, then, that's, uh, that's what hurts. That hurts. You got to get, I mean, Johnny, you know, this, the ball has got to go to the playmakers. I mean, you right. got to, if you can't get your ball, I mean, if the ball's not in the playmakers hands, then you might as well, uh, I don't know what you bet, better go practice and find some new playmakers because they're not making plays. Yeah. yeah. They're just I mean, not making plays because you, you have to be, I mean, just have to be able to have a play. You can make five yards when you want to, 10 yards when you want to. You can do a 15 yard curl or out when you want to, who you want to. But you, you, you got to have people where you can go to when you need to. And the team, the team has to be confident on what the, the coaches, the plays that they're calling because they, they need to know the, what, what we can do. And they have to have yeah. those players already set that they can do it when we need it and get it done. But I don't see anybody we can consistently go to and count on when the going gets tough. The tough don't yeah. really get going. I mean, to be fair, like Trey Palmer. And the play calling. Some, like I said, the play drops. calling. He's our suspect. biggest playmaker, and he dropped the ball. He dropped the ball mm. a few times. Yeah, um, that's horrible. So I guess the – kind of what we were just saying, like there, you know, we've been jacked up to start these games and there's been a lot of excitement. I mean, I know when we started, you know, talking about, you know, going into the Illinois game, going into this game, there's a lot of excitement around Mickey Joseph. How do, how do we feel now? 
because you're going into this Michigan game. I mean, the season's not over, but it's starting to feel a lot like every season we've ever done. It's, you know, it's starting to, you know, at least under Scott, um, you know, the frost era, this is, we're probably going to be, I mean, it's looking like it'll be tough to be even, you know, a four, five win team this year. So the, the bowl game is out. I, cause I, there's no chance, you know, I think 2% that ESPN gives us to win that Michigan game is generous. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Not gonna so happen. you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. There's, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's optimistic. The ESPN has taken an optimistic uh, stance with a 2% chance of a victory. So I think that, you know, how do we feel given that we've talked about this, you know, in, in previous episodes, Mickey Joseph probably may not win another game. How do we feel about that? Because, you know, the news is the rumor is that he's being pursued potentially by Arizona state. And we know how important he is to recruiting at the school. And like that, I think as a wide receivers coach, you're not going to find a better one probably. So, you know, how do we feel about him as head coach? Like do, should he be the head coach? If he, if it comes to that, um, or do we think that kind of this miss that, that maybe the job's a little big for him given, I, I do feel like that we mismanaged the backup quarterback situation and it's probably cost us two games. Well, fellas, I, I, I'm just, um, <laughs> I just don't know what to say. What I, I, I think that Mickey needs an opportunity to, to, to recruit his own players, okay. uh, but, but you know, if you don't recruit your own players and, and control the mindset of the players that are coming in. It's very difficult to, to take over what somebody else has created, then you got to be responsible for it. Because I, I believe he's a heck of a recruiter. I think he can make a very, really good uh, case to some, some some quality players all across the country that if you come here, we're going to play you, and we're going to get the most of you, and we're going to get you to the pro. Because I'm going to put together a heck of a cast here. Uh, but to play with somebody else's people uh, and, and to be weak in places that you're not going to be able to change in just a few weeks. Uh, right. and you can't be responsible really for that. Cause that, that's not what he was doing when he first came. I mean, I think you also, you know, I, I agree. I think, you know, uh, Mickey would be a great head coach. I think he, again, he like just touch base on what Johnny said, the recruiting, obviously we know how great of a recruiter he is. Um, mm-hmm. my whole thing is like, you know, does, does he, does he want to coach receivers and recruit? Uh, I don't know too many head coaches that are coaching receivers. Um, you know, maybe he could be the, you know, he could be that CEO type coach, but I just don't see that in, in Mickey. Um, I think he loves the, I just like, he likes to be right in there. You know, I think he likes to be, you know, coaching and and, and have a responsibility and, and we already know he's great at recruiting. So he could continue to do that. Uh, you know, maybe he does coach. Maybe he sets a trend here. Maybe maybe he is the head coach and he coaches the receiver. Why not? I mean, um, there's nothing wrong with that, in, in my opinion. Um, not at all. I think if you look at the staffs, though, like the, the unfortunate thing that I see is that it's he's probably going to want to go out and uh, have access to some of the top, and I mean top, uh, OCs and DCs that are out there. And what that means, if you do that, you're looking at a complete overhaul because, you know, when an OC comes in and a, or when a head coach comes in, I don't I don't know who I don't know his relationships. He's only been there less than a year. So I don't know if you get a new OC and a new DC, 
you bring in usually those guys want to bring their own you know the whole their their whole side you know usually usually they yeah work. i would so think now, yeah so when sure. you're talking johnny giving him a whole you know his chance to get his guys in that that means staff too so you know he's got to be given that chance to you know that you know one two three year window kind of like every any new coach would get not not just this not just oh, saying yeah. hey what did he do this year like what did he do this year i mean we all know what happened you know at the beginning of this year to help any any of the, the the rest of this year i mean the the beginning of this year was a nightmare yeah and it was it's just I, I we didn't win the game that we were supposed to win we, we lost yeah. to georgia tech or something Georgia Southern, yeah, it's Southern. worse than Georgia Tech. It's worse than Georgia Tech. Worse than Tech. Georgia Tech. Was well, better. Northwestern, the loss, the loss over Northwestern was a killer. You know, that just um, set the whole thing off on the on the wrong page. I was so, I was so frustrated by that. I mean, I I hoped that maybe like everyone was wrong about Northwestern and that their roster wasn't gutted and that they were maybe a good team. I mean, the, you know, Pat Fitzgerald's one of the best coaches in in the Big Ten. I thought maybe they are good. Maybe the odds and evens thing, you know, every other year, Northwestern's got a great squad. That didn't end up being true. Um, I don't think they've won a game. They have not won a game after beating us, which is crazy. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. It's embarrassing. That's so, it's so embarrassing. It, it's not just that that happened. It was about the level of like, you just need to go win that game. Like everybody in the program knew it. Everybody all off season, that game is circled. Like that's the game we need to go win that game in order for Scott to not be fired in order for this season to not start off with a media circus of when Scott's going to be fired. Everybody knew what was going to happen. If you go and lose that game, it's in Ireland. The fans came, they still showed up, paid thousands of dollars to go over there and you just go out there and you call an onside kick and do all this crazy stuff. And your defense isn't ready to go in any way, shape or form. Over. It's just, it's, it's Over. so frustrating, yeah. but I think what we can say fairly based on the way that that started is that Mickey in the time that he is here, I watch better football games in this, in Mickey's part of the year, certainly in the part of the year that, you know, he's replaced Chenander with Bush and you know, that I think that the, but the importance of these games is like, not whether we should judge whether or not Mickey is a good head coach based on what he's done in these games. Cause yeah, you guys are right. Like it's gotta be, you know, he needs a window just like Scott had to, to bring in his own people, whether that be coaches or, you know, and players or whatever, have a full recruiting cycle, we'll say. Um, but, but ultimately we are, we have to fill a role. And the only thing we have to go off of Mickey as a head coach is what he does in these games. Cause he hasn't been a head coach anywhere else. So my position about Mickey going forward is I think Mickey's so important and I do think he's a good coach. I think you guys are right. I think he's a good coach. Is he the best coach that we could get? I don't know about, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know who they're looking at or, or if they're, if they're looking at anybody, maybe Mickey is a foregone. Well, he's coach. not a proven head coach. I mean, he's at, like you said, he's just these few games he's had. You, you can't judge, you know, there's, there's guys out there with more head coaching experience. That's for sure. Yeah. So, my what's right is, for Nebraska, I think, is the the key. Like coming to Nebraska is just a different. It, it it's not like everywhere else where you have a lot of other things going on. Pro, you know, the it's the uh, it's 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 really an important role. I mean, you're you, you wear a lot of hats, but it's just the you're the, the most popular guy in town in the state. Yeah, you're like a leader, like a state leader. Um, but I think if it. So if they if they can find somebody that maybe is a more proven head coach and Mickey is okay with, you know, like I know Aranda, like he had 
you know, he's, I think him, Mickey and uh, Bush were all at LSU together. Maybe that's, maybe that's like in the works. Like I know that, that that's a rumor out there right now is that, that that's like, we have a handshake um, with him and that he's going to come be head coach. Maybe that's, that's the way, but my, basically my position is that Mickey has to be on this staff. If that meet next year, no matter what, if that means he has to be named head coach, cause he's going to be, cause someone else is pursuing him and he's not going to take associate head coach here. And then he needs to be the head coach. Like that's, that's kind of where I've, I've rested. And that doesn't, to me at this point, that doesn't, the rest of the game, the rest of the season doesn't even matter. Like, he has to be on the staff for the Nebraska Cornhuskers next year. That's that's my position. And 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 if there's if there's a better way to do it, if there's well, you I know, think this it's is bigger than that. I think it's bigger than Mick. I mean, I I like Mickey a lot. I mean, I really do. But I just think it, just having Mickey on the staff is is not enough. I mean, not one guy is going to be able to turn no. the whole. In my opinion, I think that no. you have to have the right pe- Like you got to have the right head coach, the right OC, the right DC, the right. I mean, every, everything that the program is so big, it, it, it's it's so important. Um, I, and I don't know the first thing about running a you know collegiate program. I don't. Um, but I just, in my opinion, I just think that Mickey on it, on itself, like we got to get, it's got to be the right guy, the right fit. I, I, you know, I want Mickey here. I want Mickey here. I, I, I mean, head coach or, or not, I want him here too. I think we all agree on that. Um, I think most people would, but uh Again, I just think that you need you need a lot to make this thing successful. I mean, it took you know a long time of the Devaney and Osborne era, you know, to get that going, and uh, and those were the right and those were the right guys. So, I mean, I think the the leadership I, when you talk about leadership, I think Trev is is the right guy to do that, and we'll have to trust in what he does. Um, I I really got faith in him to do it. I think he can do it. Well, I think if Mickey doesn't get the head coaching job, he doesn't stay. Yeah. You know, that's what you think. So because because uh, he does not, it, it won't be fair. He hasn't been given the opportunities uh, that Scott had been given uh, yeah. to really be a head coach. And you can't be judged sure. on what other people have picked and done, uh, whether it's the offensive coordinator, defensive yeah. coordinators. Uh, those are not his guys, and they certainly are not calling great that great of offensive schemes or defensive schemes. So he's living or dying with them. So he has to live and die on his own uh, picks and choices. Uh, for, and far as I say the only way that he stays, Johnny, the only way that he stays is if he really truly doesn't want to be a head coach. Like if he just wants to play, you know, if he wants to recruit and hammer the receiver room. If that's not his dream, I agree. That's the only way. Well, only way. Only way. It, and that's I have, the only way he, he looks, stays. He looks like a head coach head to coach. me, dude, though. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing. His, I, that's his inspirations. I, I, but if he doesn't want to do it, then he really shouldn't do it. He should do what he's good at. I can't right. imagine he would right want that now. Role. We have uh, different coaches and people yeah. are, are doing things, and that uh, they don't really want to do it. It's like I'm not sure that that Scott had his heart in really being the, the head coach because, you know, it was too many things were too too questionable. But you got you don't have a life. You you coach, and that's just it. You coach and you win, and and you spend your time down there, and you off in July, and the rest of the year you're trying to build that program to get it to a winning level, and that's just the way life is for coach. For head coaches, well, for coaches, because offensive defensive coordinators and their staff, it's pretty much the same way. It's all yeah. your life. We got to get out there. You got to get out there, and you got to hustle. You got to get the the right players, and then the, your players have to believe in you. You can't go out there and work your ass off, and then your your offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator calls bad calls or calls that you're not going to be successful at. 
And you know, it. you don't believe that that is going to work. When they called, when Tom called to play for me, I knew it was going to work. I knew the play. I knew the players that were backing it up. I knew who was involved. And we, I knew we was going to get it done. I wasn't going out there skeptical about that. I hope such and such holds his man. Yeah, everybody's going to do what they're supposed to do, and we're capable of doing it. Yeah, I th- I think he's a good – I think he's shown that he's a good coach, and I just think whatever we decide to do, like his recruiting prowess, like we have to build – I think we have to – like recruiting is so important. Like obviously it's not the it, – that's not going to fix it, but like I think it has to start there. Like I think it has to start with the recruiting that he's brought to the program because I've been impressed by like by what he's done. Dylan Raiola, like coming back to the game and like clearly things weren't going exactly right with whatever Scott was doing. Um, so I think that, I think that that's where it starts. So if that means that he has to be the head coach, then, then that's what that means. Like Eric said, if, if that's not where his he heart is, he wants coach. to be the, yeah, he's the head coach right now. He, they need <laughs> right. to name, but I'm kind of like, if that's the direction we're going, like, I think we need to sort it out, like name him. I don't think it goes that well to, to carry it on. If that's, if you're really not looking elsewhere, I, I don't know what they're doing, what Trev's doing, but. I would. Well, I'd like to see him give give up the. I mean, I don't know. Maybe give up that receiver room, and just be like the the head of the program, moving forward. Get his guys. He's been coaching long enough. He knows who's good and who's not. Yeah. And get his get his. You know, he's gonna be. It was so good when when I was getting recruited by Nebraska and Tom Osborne. You know, he showed up to my front door and he he showed up in the living room and and I think that's important. So. If we can have a guy like that, especially your head coach, when your head coach shows up in the living room, that's a whole different story than the than a, um, a recruiting coordinator or a position coach. Even um, when your head coach shows up, I'm not saying that the main guy cares. And so, uh, to me, that's 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 the biggest deal. So if if he could, and maybe he doesn't have to give up the receiver, but to be fully committed to that recruiting role and the head coach role, maybe he does it. I mean. Maybe he does it for, for Nebraska. Maybe he does it for the program. And he gets in a, a receiver's coach that he thinks is like, I mean, he, who better than Mickey to know who a good receiver's coach is? So bring in that role and and, and go. I think that would – I mean, we'd be getting players. Like, if you talk about – I think recruiting is very, very important. I mean, you're getting the guys to buy in that that want to be here, that know what you're about. And uh, that, that, that's where it starts. Yeah, you need guys like – you need playmakers. So, so you need someone to bring that in. That's, it has to start there. Like you could have the greatest culture in the world and you're not recruiting the, the players, you know, that can make it, you know, big impact players. You're just not, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle trying to get that done. I mean, so you need to, you need to couple those things. And Mickey seems to be able to, he seems like he's showing up in people's living rooms and he's getting it done. Like they, everybody, he, he said, like, I can get anybody I want. Like he, he's very, he's very enthusiastic about what he does and he, he can, yeah, he, he knows that, that he that's can good, recruit. That's habit for me. It, it could grow on you. And that's what we need. Somebody we can believe in. It's going to be there on the job and let's get her done. Yeah. So I, I would say that the, that the, maybe the speed or the steam from the Mickey boat has, has slowed a little. We're kind of chugging, chugging upstream right now. But I think, I think we still, I think, I think you got to stick with it. I think he needs to be on the team. Like, you know, if he, if he's fine with going back to being an associate head coach and, and being a wide receivers coach and, having it ran as somebody he's coached with coming to be the head coach. And that's, he's more comfortable with that. That's great. But if, but he's got to stay like we, you know, we need somebody who could recruit like that. And clearly like, like you guys said, 
we're watching better football in a couple weeks in a, in a tough spot, you know, being the interim head coach. We're watching better football. So, you know, even though it's his first time as a head coach and we lost these games, and I think to some some of this stuff falls on him. I mean, every, everything ultimately falls on him, but I think the decision-making of who you're going to start at quarterback behind Casey Thompson, you know, we had two weeks to, to think about that and just to have it get to the fourth quarter of the second game before it was like, okay, you know, should, Logan should have been starting. And this kid's been with the program for, for a number of years. I, you know, that that's a mistake. Okay. But I still think he's a, a good coach and, you know, I think understands the program recruits well, and, and we have to go forward with that. Um, so we'll see, see how he goes forward into this game with Michigan guys. What do you, <laughs> what do we think are the keys to, to win in this one? <laughs> be a, be yeah. a different, be a different team. <laughs> Have a different roster. Uh, you know, it, it it's gonna be a blood, it's gonna be a battle uphill. That's for sure. At home against Michigan, they're you know playing some good football right now. Uh, defensively, they're really good. Um, you, you know, and our offense has struggled. So I, I think that's you know putting up. If we don't put, put the points up, then we're gonna be we're gonna be in trouble. And we're uh, on the road, right? Aren't we in the big house? Yep. yep. That's yep. brutal. Well, the thing that is, is absolutely brutal. Turn around, you know, the thing is, always comes down to what do the players believe? Do they believe that we can win, or I do they, they not? I no, think they I'm, do. Well, I'm not sure if they do believe it. You know, I, I don't think if they believe in what they're doing or the program or the coaching, uh, or what or, or the other players. You know, uh, it's it's like I said, you can start off well, but when you when you really believe, you show up at fourth quarter. All the all the things that don't happen in fourth quarter are signs that, that we're going backwards, not forward. Because that's where you have to be at your very best, where it really comes down, where you really want to gut it out. Because you got to gut it out, and you can't make mistakes. You got you got to do a little bit extra right. at fourth quarter and because everybody around you is believing in you. And you believing in everybody else around. So you got to get her done. If you can't pull it off, if it's not that much to you, then it's, you know, it's, it's, we need somebody else. Man for man. Well, I think that they, I think this whole Casey Thompson getting injured thing, you don't want to put everything on that, but I mean, particularly given that you can't I mean, put hardly anything on that because second team quarterbacks are supposed to be just as good as your first team quarterbacks. Well, I think they've been missed. I think they put but the I wrong think, second teamer out there. I think that the well, show probably should have been number three and Logan should have been number two. Logan was number two last year and they made that mistake because the, I don't think the defense stopped fighting in either of the games. The well, Illinois, see, the, if you're those right, are the two Sam, games. If you're right, then that's really a cause of the team not believing in themselves. If well, what you're saying, saying is right, they're not believing in what the coaches are choosing to do, so it's hard to really work. Well, I think the quarterback play is stalled. Like I think Chubba was in there and he wasn't – I mean, Mickey has said as much. Like He's not seeing the field. We're going through – you know, the, the defense is still fighting even if – like the, that Illinois game could have gotten way out of hand. I mean, we were just go. We had 15 yards of offense. That should have been the defense is still holding them. You know, holding them back. Like this game, defense shut oh, them out in the first. The, points. We went three and out. We went three and out six times, and they only gave up one touchdown when because Chuba turned it over in our own side of the field. Well, so, you're giving accolades to our defense when we were not scoring points. That's where our problem is. We're not scoring. Yeah, we're not scoring points, but I think a lot of that is put on the quarterback. I mean, Logan got one series, drove us down the field. could have scored. 
We were very close to scoring a touchdown. Well, so we're, like, we're kind of in a all you got to win situation. I mean, it, I, I don't think you can look at this game as like, oh, well, I hope we're competitive enough. But if you know we get respect if we lose, like I, I think that the mindset's got to be let's break this down. Who had success against Michigan? What did they do? You know, and, yeah. and how do we beat how do we beat Michigan offensively? And that room goes in there on defense. And how do we beat them on defense? And the offense goes and does that. And it, it, I would be looking for ways to. I mean, it's it's got to be a way to win. I mean, you got to get in those rooms. Nebraska's competitive. You can't. Two <laughs> percent uh, chance. It's I know, a chance. Two percent. Still good. There's a chance. You're saying if you a want chance. people to believe, Johnny. If you That's want right. people to believe, you um, can you take that two percent and run like with. We're gonna it. win. That's right. And I Believe think that's in Nebraska football. Mickey's job. We're breathing. We got a shot to win. <laughs> Believe in Nebraska football. Right, so fellas. I think I agree, Scott. Like they just, I mean, uh, geez, Eric, I won't do that again. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, Scott, they do kind of look alike. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Eric. Okay. I agree, Eric. Um, okay. I think that I think that they just need they need to lock in. And I kind of think, you know, kind of contrary to what, what Johnny's maybe saying, I think they are playing hard. I think they they went with a, you know, a QB that, that wasn't, that was seeing ghosts out there for, for six quarters. I, th- I think that's, and and if you do that, you're not going to win any games if he can't complete a pass and he wasn't, you know, we, we started to get it going. I hope that we see Logan and, and, and I hope that they're sleeping on us a little bit and that the, the players are locked in because it's, you know, Michigan scoring 42 points per game, giving up 12, we're scoring 25 and giving up 29. That's not, you know, Nope. They're having, they're not, they're not giving up very much. They're not giving up. They're not letting us have 70 and it's going to be on the quarterback. Cause they're not, they're only giving up 72 yards on the ground on average. Like, so they're going to have, we're going to have to throw the ball low. And I think Logan should, it needs to go out there and throw the ball. Like he's going to have to, you know, well, he needs time. You need time to throw the ball. If you're not rushed, you can do it a three-step, five-step drop comfortably and get the ball off. Then we're great. But that very seldom happens. Right. I yeah, I think it'll be uh if that happens we're good. Then we can blame the quarterback. But when that's not happening, then I'm sticking with the line. It's always what's up front that counts. Yeah, I mean I think Chubba had time last game. I think that he just started I mean, he didn't see it and just took off. There's guys that are open. If you really watch it, they're open. He just didn't just wasn't seeing the he he's just not wasn't ready reading it. He's not ready to go. Well, no. I mean, this is I don't want to you know in the zone. As soon as they take that first step, you know where everybody's going. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Eric? I, you know, everybody's you go. going. <laughs> they're not running step. with the man in zone. That's right. You yeah, run like they're you running to your spot. And I you think know that... exactly where, where you're getting ready to throw. So you don't you don't have to run or get panic or whatever unless you're getting it's breaking down because you know it was about to happen before it happened. And yeah, I don't want to just pile on this on on Chuba either. Like I think he could be the. Future oh, you've done of... that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I've, I've, I know I've, I've beaten him up here a little bit. I think that the, I think the kid is talented and he could be the future of the program. I guess I'm, I don't want to pile on him. I want to pile on, you've got it. Like the coaches here, whether it be Mickey or Whipple have to evaluate where this kid's at and not put him in a situation where he's out there like freezing for, for six quarters and just deciding that, you know, I'm more frustrated that we didn't give another quarterback that I feel like is also good. And Logan Smothers a chance. That's that's what I, that's really what I'm trying to say. I know I've I've piled I've piled a lot on Chubba Purdy in the in the well. There, there's a reason these guys are there. They spend a lot of time with them during the week, and they know. I, I still feel like they're making the best choice for the team at this point. And uh, 
you know, sometimes they go with the guy and they, they learn, they learn about it. I mean, you got to learn about guys and, and they're just seeing these guys take all these reps for the first time here the last two, two, three weeks. So. Yeah. And weeks. I also forgot that, that Chubba played against Oklahoma for most of that game for a for a large part of part of that game. Cause it got out of sight so quick and he actually played pretty well in that game. So, I mean, that game was, you know, the game was pretty much over when he went in, but you know, he did play better in that game. So we'll, we'll see what, what, what we decide to do. Um, I would love to say that I think that we, that the Huskers have, a, I mean, they have a chance. They have a 2% chance according to ESPN. And I, I think that it's a, it, it's a chance it'll be on. I mean, we tend to not play as well in those, those national. I'm surprised that ABC wants to air this game, but they, they, they do. We're going to be on national television in the big house and, It'll be a good opportunity to see. I, you know, I I agree, Eric, that that it's it it shouldn't just be about being competitive. That shouldn't be their mindset. But like, I think if they, I, I think, you know, as we kind of this season's a lost season. We're not even going to the Huskers aren't going to be in a bowl game. We're kind of now playing a game of what what's the future of this program? Is it is it you Mickey know, what, Joseph? What are we going to? How are we going to move forward here? What's important now? So I I think right, seeing them play W-I-N. hard. What's important now? <laughs> Win. win win you want to see him win that game i i, I would win. love to see it of course we want to see him win the game we got two percent chance the odds are against us giving up oh, yeah. 29 points they're giving up 12 they average about 100 more yards per game than us that's they, based on the attitude of our players that's what takes out the percentages rush for 100 they more yards they, can win. they rushed 250 yards a game that's their average that's that's the average so and it's a top five team it's I I hope sounds I, brutal. I, it's so brutal. Yeah, I just sounds brutal. Feel, but hey, that's those are the ones you want to win. Listen, the, go go upset. give them go give them hell. Go give them hell. Yeah. Like you know, the okay. defense has played well. Minnesota's a good team. Go give them go. You know, they're gonna sleep on them. There's no way that they're not. Minnesota's you know, I mean, uh, Michigan's in dog fights every week. They're probably looking at the Huskers, mm. thinking you know, yeah, we're playing at home. Yeah, they're uh, you know. They're, 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 we're just going to roll them. So in any case, that's our show for this week. Uh, tune in next week to see how, uh, if 2% odds come in 2% of the time. So it looks like a leaper. That's what it looks like. <laughs> All right, as always, thanks a go lot. big red. Bye guys. Every day's game day. Y'all. was raised in Nebraska, but one time I journeyed south, and the things those Okies said down there made me wipe out a couple of miles. They like their Sooner football, and they don't like the Huskers enough, but I surprised them all when I sang this song, I made them take off and run. You can boast about your victory, tell me all about your team, but when we meet on the football field, your bridges won't be clean. You can brag about the Sooners and sing your old fight song, but don't come across our borderline, cause you knuckleheads don't belong.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.